0: Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Today I want to talk about something that I think a lot of people may struggle with when it comes to Executive Presence, and that's when the crowd... And I don't mean literally a crowd, it could just be figuratively like the people um, that you're in the room with, aren't really going along with your attempts to showcase your executive presence, right? Um, I'd like to say something, and then you totally get ignored, or um, you know, they pay more attention to someone else, and someone repeats the same idea. Uh, that you did. Often it's a woman who has the initial idea and then everyone ignores it. And then, you know, five minutes later, a man says the same exact thing and everyone's like, oh my God, Jim, what a great idea. There's actually even a term for that. He peated. Um Funny story about that. I, when I found out that word, I thought it was so hilarious. And I was talking to one of my uh, mentees who happened to be on the same team as me. So we were in meetings all the time and I said haha that's so funny you know uh, this term have you ever heard about this and then she her jaw just dropped and she said Joe you totally did that to me just the other day in a meeting and I was like alright alright definitely guilty as charged I'm so sorry I'll try to be more aware and and, and not do that and definitely give you credit um, for your original idea Uh, My wife will testify against me that I definitely do stuff like that um, to her all the time. So apologies for uh, anyone I've worked with um, that I've done that to before. But seriously, um, what can you do when the crowd doesn't really seem impressed or convinced by your attempts to exert or showcase your executive presence? So one of the really powerful ways to deal with that is to engage in a little bit of emotional, psychological kind of thought jujitsu, right? And the example I'll give, and I'm I'm dating myself, um, is from the movie Wall Street with Michael Douglas and his super. Famous speech: "Greed is good." Um, if you're a banker, uh, born at a certain time of a certain age, and had seen this movie in your formative years, you you probably know, you probably know his speech, um, you know verbatim. Uh, I'm a lawyer, so I don't, but I just remember thinking, "Man, that was like an awesome speech." So what he does there is, you know, he's one of these robber baron types, and he's buying companies and gutting them and laying people off and just making money hand over fist and then the town or the people or the co-workers are just left you know in the dust right livelihood totally changed maybe they got some money but really their way of life has just been totally shattered so he's in this meeting and they're about to vote and it's gonna you know decide a lot of things and he gets his chance to talk and he knows A lot of the people in the room are against him, right? He knows this already. So does he come up with all these arguments about how, hey, I'm a great guy, I'm just trying to help? No, everyone knows that that's not what he's about. Instead, he totally flips it on its head and says exactly what they're thinking about. Greed, that you're greedy, that this is about money. And he says, yes, greed is good. And then he goes on to explain all the reasons why being greedy in the sense of what he's doing is actually better for everyone. And in the end, people are clapping and slapping him on the back and he's getting a standing ovation. What in the world happened here, right? How was he able to turn this crowd that was ready to boo him and yell at him and heckle him and just flip things around so now he's, you know, sort of a hero? And the thing that he did was he really addressed that feeling, that energy, that, that thought that people were having and didn't try to fight it, right? You know when someone pushes you or tries to pull you somewhere, what, what's your immediate reaction, right? Your immediate reaction, if you're like me, is no, right? No, I'm not going to do that, right? So whenever someone kind of pushes against what you're trying to do or think, it creates an immediate kind of uh, negative opposite reaction. But what happens when someone goes exactly the way you're going, right? What happens when someone stands next to you and just continues to walk the way you're going? You're thinking, hey, this is pretty cool. You know, this uh, this could be a, a buddy of mine. We're headed in the right direction together. It's totally different. And then at that point, he, he redirects and, and he changes things. So when it comes to executive presence, sometimes there may be a scenario where for whatever reason, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, um, oftentimes it's wrong, but I don't know. In the situation, I'm just saying that someone may have a reason to think that you shouldn't or don't have executive presence, right? And I'm here to tell you, The wrong thing to do is try to argue them out of it, saying, no, look, you should follow me. I'm a great leader because I have this degree and this experience and look at my CV. I'm so great, blah, 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 blah. That will not work. People will nod their head and say, yeah, and then you'll leave the room and they'll laugh at you behind your back or sabotage you silently when you're not looking. What works better is to address the concerns, to address the prevailing sentiment, to lean into it, right? To go into it and say, yeah, I understand you may have this concern and I would have that concern here. And let me share with you why I'm still going to do a great job, right? This happened to me once when I was interviewing for a job and they said to me, you know, I actually asked, I said, said, do you have any concerns about my candidacy? And, And the guy was really honest. My future boss was honest and he said, yeah, You don't have this particular type of experience, and we usually hire people with this experience. And so I thought about it, and I said, okay, I can't argue him out of it, right? They obviously like hiring people that way. And I said, look, you're totally right. don't have that experience. I've been working this many years. Not going to get that experience. But what I do have is the ability, all the things you're asking me to do in the job requirements, in our interviews, I've been doing it for you know, almost 10 years for a, a multi-billion-dollar global company. So, if that's the type of person you need, then hire me. However, if you need someone who has a specific specific type of experience, and then that's the one thing you're going for, then I'm probably not the right candidate. So, long story short, they hired me, went into the job, was able to do everything they asked of me, um, and it was great. So. Just remember, when it comes to executive presence and winning over the crowd, when there's something that people are resisting about you, uh, a good approach, I would say the better approach, is to address that and to acknowledge that. And then once that's acknowledged and people are like, "Okay, this person understands what's going on, then you can sort of redirect and show uh, your full executive presence because now they're listening and they're not fighting back against you. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor, okay, maybe you've decided this is the year that you are really going to develop your executive presence. You've just read a book, maybe mine, maybe someone else's, or you've come out of a course and you're like, man, I am going to nail this executive presence thing this year. Maybe it's New Year's Eve and it's your resolution. I'm going to take things to the next level. I've been told in my 360 feedback that I need more executive presence. I'm just going to go for it this year. And you just feel the spirit and the motivation moving inside you. And then six weeks later, what has happened? Right? For most of us, thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.